0: Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network.
1: My mom says I'm cool.
0: Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found.
2: Welcome, everybody. It's go time with Jay and James. We're back after Thanksgiving. It's all behind us now. We're getting ramped up, right, for uh, December's right around the corner. Actually, it's today, right? December 1st. Today. So um, here we are. uh, Started December. We're going to probably allude to some of what we're going to talk about later in the show about what the rest of the month will look like, James. But for now, we're going to stick to some of the things, uh, how our turkey days were and what we did, maybe with the fam, right? Any great stories that came out of that, I'm sure uh, you may have one, I may have one, who knows? And then we'll parlay right into some sports talk. So James, how was your Thanksgiving, man?
1: Uh, quiet, which is good. Um, I had the Wednesday off before Thanksgiving. Um, I took that day off. I don't get Black Friday off from work anymore. Um. I have for the last five years I did. Uh This was the first year I actually had to work on a black Friday, which was weird. Oh, bullsh- um, bull, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no, but I get why they do it. You know, you're, you're an insurance company, you know, you have claims that come in, you got to handle them. You can't let some claims sit for, you know, two or three, four days, because like I said, if a claim happened on Thursday, you know, that means you're not, that means Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the earliest you're talking to somebody is Monday and four days. A lot of things can change. So I get it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I I wasn't super busy. I basically made some phone calls. Harrison was here, Jen was here, so I kind of was doing. Oh, you good. Know, I did a lot of dr- driving around with Harrison because he just wouldn't go down for a nap. So we spent like you know ninety minutes out. I I was away from my computer for like ninety minutes at a time, sometime just to kind of deal with Harrison, put him on a nap, you know, put him down for a nap or go for a car ride, stuff like that, uh, on Black Friday. But um, you know, the day, turkey day itself was just another day. And realistically, that's what it felt like. Uh, you know, I got up with Harrison when he normally does, you know, I put the turkey in the oven when I had to made the stuffing, you know, and then kind of just sat around, you know, watched, uh, Bob Bob's burgers, Turkey Thanksgiving episodes, which is something that we do in the house. So nice.
2: Take me through. What was, uh, what was the spread? Like what, 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 where, uh,
1: we had Turkey, uh, we got a 20 pound Turkey um i saw the picture to... i think
2: you posted that on uh some yeah some platform out there in the world
1: today's the last day of leftovers and i'm gonna chuck them um Ooh. i just you get to that point where you're just you're questionable how good it is after an x amount of days or you so, just eat it for a lot of
2: days in a row that you're kind of like all right i'm all i'm all set like uh you know, the
1: potatoes are gone the stuffing's gone so literally it's just turkey and gravy so um <laughs> So, you know, we had turkey, we had cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes, stuffing and uh, garlic, garlic, green, garlic, green beans. Nice. Um, and then we had pumpkin pie for dessert. But again, it's just one of those things where like, it, it, and I think this is like what it is, is, you know, it's actually Thanksgiving. We had dinner at like two thirty, two forty five. And then you're done by like 3:00, three o'clock, three, three fifteen. And then it's just like, OK, then the sun goes down at like four o'clock and you're just like, oh, my God, it's perpetual midnight. And it's like six o'clock. 6 15 mm-hmm. and the, it just feels like time slows down so much after dinner um but you know harrison had potatoes loved the potatoes loved cranberry sauce which was random um when you do had a...
2: homemade cranberry sauce or did you do the um just do the can can nice uh i'm I'm a, I'm a can guy but uh jackie did the cranberry in the sauce uh you know the homemade style which was really good so
1: well the real question is and you alluded to this in a previous episode is this was your first one eating turkey and stuff like that so how Mm -hmm. was how was your thanksgiving
2: uh all right so i definitely want to start off by saying I, i i i'm in a whole new world eating new foods uh i get to experience my my wife's cooking uh for the first time of uh, all the intricacies and the timing it takes and all that stuff that she does, usually it's just for the kids and her. So now I get to partake in some of those great uh, menu items. Um, so I'm definitely going to tip a hat. She, I, I I did not know this about her, but she is a very good cook. I'm very uh, blown away by her cooking style uh, and what she could do and how inventive. And And she pretty much, we ate pretty much things that I've, never eaten before all new items so it's all the same names right there was stuffing but we did holly bread stuffing with which was homemade and t- tore apart by Andreas nice thick chunky um, stuffing so that was super delicious all like fresh sage and rosemary uh, so that was really good obviously the homestyle cranberries uh, were really good let me we did mashed potatoes in the insta instant pot which are phenomenal um then we also had trying to think oh brussels sprouts with bacon uh which was kind of our green right and we had just corn niblets which isn't uh you know that was kind of like one of my favorites and the kids like it so anyway so then we move right to the turkey so uh the our our uh kids um sitter uh is Grew, you know, is on a farm and she had fresh turkey. So we had literally fresh turkey from the farm, uh, which was, you know, uh, I'm not going to lie. Super good. Uh, she cooked it very well. We had, we had home, you know, from scratch gravy, uh, which was super good. And, uh, so it was, it was wasn't dry. It was juicy. Because um, Jackie was kind of like, uh, I don't know, it could be dry, but no, it was it was perfect. It tasted really good. The, and the first thing out of my mouth, hey man, this turkey tastes like chicken. You know, just because I'm an idiot. You know, and just <laughs> that's just what things taste like to me now. Uh, but it was super. It was super good. And the whole meal, I got to have a whole plate. It was really nice, and I was super full. And uh, we had the uh, some rolls and. It, Overall, it was just one of those meals that just kind of blew me away, and uh, everything, everything on my plate, I just couldn't eat enough of it. And you know, after a few days, it's all gone now. And she turned some of the leftover turkey into tur- uh, turkey pot pie, which she made last night, which was super good. And we're probably going to finish that tonight. So. To wrap it all up, uh, turkey was awesome. Turkey was uh, was good. Um, I'm, I'm sure I can wait on that until next Thanksgiving, but uh, <laughs> you know, for the time being. But uh, overall, super success, super super good food. And, and uh, again, Jackie, uh, uh, snaps. Super super good meal. If you're listening, if you ever listen, I have no idea, but uh, I'll know now if you uh, give me a nice kiss on the cheek. And uh, I know you listen. There you go. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, no, it was it was funny because Jen yeah. had this dream of doing the uh, leftover egg rolls. So what, what you do it? is you take you do the left. It's a Thanksgiving leftover egg roll. So you okay. take you know the turkey stuffing, cranberry sauce, and you get an egg roll wrapper, and you would like deep fry it. So it's like an egg roll from like a Chinese mm. restaurant, and that's your oh, leftovers. You use, the, and you use the and use the turkey use the gravy as a dipping sauce. We oh, went to oh, yes. six, seven different grocery stores. Couldn't find egg roll wrappers. Couldn't find them. Oh, geez. We looked. So this is everything? Is this like. This is, is this... a thing. This is 100% a thing. A couple of years ago, uh, the year we got married, we went on that for our first Thanksgiving after we got married. We went to our my friend's house, uh, Heather and Colin. They lived in Vermont. And we were actually going to Kringle Candle, so we had to, you know, we drove right through the bottom part of Vermont. You just—that's a straight shot for us to get to that yep. northern aspect of Massachusetts. Um, and so we just stopped there one Saturday after Thanksgiving, when you could randomly just pop into people's houses, you know, the good old days. Um, and uh, you know, we, you know, and they, and she had them there, and they were fan fricking tastic. And she was making them fresh right there, Dude, like fresh to order. Sounds phenomenal. Yeah, it sounds phenomenal. Oh. Yeah, so we we looked all day Friday. You know, when we were going out with Harrison, that's what we were looking for. Um, you know, that was just it was just funny because we're just sitting there. We have spring rolls. We have like the sushi wrappers. We could find those everywhere. Couldn't find the egg roll wrappers, which are like a little bit thicker of like a rice paper. Uh, and it kind of we even I we looked even up. We got to, we got James the James uh, the robot. You keep going in and out, buddy. That's well. I'm hopeful that's just on the Zoom, not on the recording. So, okay. If it if is, not, it is. We, we, we got James the
2: robot. Yeah, we got James the robot as our uh, as our guest today. So he'll pop in every once in a while. You'll never know. It'll be it'll be fun. There you, you know, go. You know, for all you listeners, get get through it. So awesome! No, sounds like a phenomenal idea. Uh, might have to do that, kind of going forward. So, I mean, I know we're getting ahead here, and 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 just a quick. I mean, so what is a christmas meal look like what 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 generally is the choice of food on a christmas dinner is that like ham oh, ham or oh ham is it ham okay great <sighs> ham. can't wait for that nice it's ham it's nice. same right. thing
1: stuff is, uh ham yeah all uh, the fixings yeah, are probably potatoes. the same yeah yeah yep. but it's yeah, ham no, instead it, the, oh yeah oh,
2: <laughs> oh. That get a good great. glaze on the ham oh yeah Just oh yeah glaze my pants there, whew,
1: there you go. <laughs> that sounds like a good time.
2: <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> it's too easy.
2: You, you set them up. I'm, I'm going to knock them down.
1: So. Oh, you're going to knock them down all day. But you know what the interesting thing about this thing, Simon, was we went to like Target on Black Friday. Um. Whoa. Uh, we had. Yeah, we had. to. Oh, I have. Oh, I have a tale to tell. And I will tell that tale. Got some now. WWE so,
2: type stuff happening or.
1: No, it was like a Friday. You, if oh. you didn't know it was the day after Thanksgiving, you would never have known you know, it was Black Friday. Yeah. Uh, there was no waits. It was actually, we went at like 9, 930 in the morning. It was pretty empty. You know, you know there wasn't a line to get in. There wasn't a, a rush to get anything because they, the retailers this year basically were like, you can't get the big t- ticket items in store. Oh, like it's going to be online or it's for um, online pickup only. So you can order it online and then you have to pick it up. You can't wait in line for it. You can't make a rush for it. They, they, they've been doing it with like the PlayStation 5 and the new Xbox. They, they mm-hmm. kind of, you can't, you can't buy it in store. You have to order it, um, which is smart because you don't want people waiting and congregating and stuff like that, sure. which again, I will give Target, Walmart, those places, you know, credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. So we had to go, we bought a, you know, like I said last time, a, a tall, seven foot tall, thinner tree for yep. Harrison. So Harrison can't reach for it. So we get it, we set it up uh, on Thanksgiving, like in the afternoon when we're done eating, we're kind of setting up. And so we're putting lights on it. And so I have the big old fashioned, you know, the C37 light bulbs, the um, ones that you see from like the seventies and the eighties that you just think of Christmas, the big fake bulbs. So I had like a couple of those. So so we're like, oh, well, you know, be kind of funny. It's a big tree. We'll put the big old light bulbs on it. So we start putting it on the tree and it was like one light per every like 4 feet on the street so it just didn't look good so yeah. we're like okay well what we'll do is we'll go on black friday and we'll get like a strand of the mini lights sure. like the colored mini lights um so we go to target They only have one box left and i was like okay we'll, we'll just grab it cuz it's on sale and if we James need to we'll return it James Robot James Robot Yeah you well you're a robot all of a sudden too so it's a dual it's a dual cool. dual dual threat here yeah um there we go, uh, and so you know we so we go there we grab the lights and then we're like we'll go to Michael's like we'll see what Michael's has because there's a Michael's right by us. They had, they had a little bit better deal on the lights, so we grabbed two boxes for like five dollars. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, we'll we'll put them on the tree. So we put those on the tree. Still doesn't look good. It just doesn't look right. if we want the colored lights because we did white lights last year. We wanted to do the color lights. So, and she gets one. Jen gets one strand of lights on it. And she gets almost to the bottom and it's like a long strand. So she goes, well, we know like the big hundred, like the 50 foot long strand isn't going to fit. Um, so we're like, oh, we'll go back to Target and we'll get like the smaller, they have, like smaller light strands, like 25 footers. Sure. Like, well, yeah. Oh, we just need like one or two of those left. So, like, okay, we go, we return the other set of lights, blah, 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 we get in there. So we grab the their $2 box. We grab two boxes uh, and then we go back And there. You can't chain them together. Oh, no. It's like one strain of lights, and that's all it is. You can't, like, chain them together to make a longer set of lights. Yeah. At that point in time, I looked at Jen, and I was like, fuck this tree. (laughs) This tree has been nothing but a fucking nightmare since we got it. Because what we wanted, we wanted a pre-lit tree, a fake pre-lit tree. Yeah. You just can't find them. You just couldn't find them. So, also, we found this, like, cool, like, little, like, Christmas switch. Like, it's like a big lever that you can turn the Christmas tree lights on. cool. Yeah. I thought it was cute. It was twenty five bucks. I was like, "That's adorable!" Like, we'll add it, to, and it really, really does what it does. You you connect an adapter to the lights, and you turn the switch, and it makes a noise, and the lights turn on. Same thing. You do the turn it off. It's like really cute. So, we're like, oh, the boy, the you know, West will love it. Harrison will like it. Whatever. So, I we're looking for that all day too. So we go to the the Target and Colony, which is like right on the border of like kind of like the not really nice state in parts of albany mm-hmm. to like the really nice parts of albany. Um so you 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 kind of get, you know, a, a a gaggle of characters there. Um so we go in there, A they have the switch I'm looking for, but B they have the tree we initially wanted there. Ooh. But it's no longer on sale. It's now $190 wow. for this fake tree and it was on sale for like $98. You know, two weeks ago, but well, we couldn't find it. Yeah. And I looked at Jen being like, of course. Of course, because we never go to this target. It's more like slapping you in the face. Like Oh, yeah. It's and just I'm just like, like the
2: oh, Chris the Christmas gods are just like raining on you.
1: <laughs> so we got the, we, we got the bigger tree out of storage. You know, we set it up. And of course Harrison's just like oh, I'm just like, I'm gonna eat every little thing on it and reaching for it. So tree's up. We put our decorations up, but again, we're just trying to get Harrison not to chew on the tree, which has been a nightmare.
2: Well, I saw you have that like little gate. Can't you set up that gate like around it, kind of protect the tree or no?
1: Well, we use the gate to pen him in that area. Yeah. So But once he's out of that area, want...
2: it's free fair game.
1: Well, the tree is in a corner and it's kind of protected by that gate and by the entertainment center. Yeah. So, but the problem is we use that gate to keep him in the area, in the couch area. Sure. Um, and if we get rid of that, so I have to, what I have to do is I have to permanently uh, mount the gate to the wall. And then, so it it's angle point is a shallower angle. So he doesn't have, he can't push the gate towards the tree. Cause that's what it does. It's kind of like free flow and you can kind of pick it up and move it as you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, so I got to anchor it to a wall so I can like when I, when I secure it on one end, he can't then push it forward. Sure. They get closer to the tree. So yeah. it's just, I got to find time when Harrison's not around.
2: Sure. To do that. Well, you know, there's always shot caller too.
1: Yeah. I was thinking about that or I was thinking about like using the bitters, you know, spraying the tree with like bitter stuff. Sure. Cause he puts the, the needles in his mouth or just, you know, electric tase, just do some shotgun every time he goes near it. Yeah.
2: Do you have a gun that shoots out a net and it just traps
1: him, you know, in that spot? I mean, I just, I, I mean I'll, I'll grab Logan's Nerf gun and just bop him in the head every time he goes towards it. Sweet. He's got some target practice. A hundred percent. Ding, 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 ding.
2: So there you go, man. Yeah. Right now uh, we, we, we bought a tree, cut it down. Small little
1: guy. Oh, I thought you were doing uh artificial it- this year
2: yeah well we started looking at the prices obviously we just talked about it and just as like ah man i don't know for like a rental thing for a season or two i don't know um so instead we we went to a local place i didn't want to go out and be with the crowds uh due to all that's going on and i just remember the last time i cut down a tree i was in a line for like i don't know 30 minutes and it was like 30 were people you cutting down a tree Calder Farms out in Southwick. Is that I don't, I'm Come probably on. I'm probably saying it wrong, but anyway, yeah, it was just tons of people. It's like everyone went on that weekend. I was probably this, you know, Thanksgiving weekend or whatever. But the line was like out the door. We were taking forever. It was just like it was cold out. Anyway, and I took Andreas and we went. Whatever Camille, I think, was a baby at the time. uh So it was just me and the boy but uh so that that was kind of my fear and getting a tree and that kind of made sense just to kind of limit that flow of traffic right try to limit our our exposure outside but uh we went to a very quiet uh farm in east long meadow um and right near uh, john's farm over towards like uh, hamden area again name escapes me um but uh, cut down our own tree. It's only, not, they, it's only a five foot eight tree. It's only like as tall as me. It's, it's, it's still a miniature tree just because we didn't want a lot of upkeep. It's natural. So the needles will stay on longer. And again, same thing with you, right? We're trying. I'm trying to we're trying to forward think like, what is Camille going to do to this tree? And how is it going to fall on the ground? And if it does, let's make sure it's not a seven footer that, you know, is just going to cause a mess. Uh, so that's that was fishing kind of our, line, man. Yeah, so that was kind of our our theory there. Oh, that's a smart idea because we have it backed into a corner. But uh,
1: so far. Get get, get two little uh, little knobs, put them in the wall and put some good fishing yarn because it's going to be it's going to be clear. It's going to be translucent.
2: Yep. Yeah. So but as of right now, uh, Camille just uh, will walk up very close and be very like tree and then just she would tell what us way? to sit on our butts and we just sit on our butts about two feet away. We just look at the lights. And that's all she does. So right now Color it's or white, white. Yeah. We've had the same, uh, they're like a, a circle indoor Christmas tree specific type bulb that we've been using probably now for, uh, six or seven years. And probably as long as we've been in this house, we've used the same set. We always know which ones we're going to use. And, um, and I think next weekend uh, the boy and I are gonna decorate outside. So we've designated some trees that we're gonna put some colored lights on and uh, put some. Yeah, we
1: decorated. Uh, I I deck. Oh, that's we, cool. Yeah, we I see that the decorated. Yeah, we. De- I put up lights um, like around the path, and yeah. then we did the customary um, lights around the top of the porch area. Cool. And then I put some around the door and then we have the, the old classic seventies light up Santa out oh, there as well. I got to get a wreath though. That's the last thing I got to get. And then yeah. We got get some stuff inside. Yeah. We got some we of did, that. So. Yeah. Jackie
2: did all the inside. We cleaned up, reorganized.
1: We're, we're, we're
2: definitely in a good spot and wasn't planning on that. Wasn't, wasn't thinking that was on the uh, agenda this weekend, but we got it done. Uh, so kids, kids behaved, kids were good. And, um, you know, out on that adventure. And, uh, yeah, man, it was, uh, so trees down and, and we still got to decorate, like put the ornaments on and stuff like that, but the lights are on. So, yeah, we,
1: yeah, yeah we got some, we, we did all our perler beads this year, all the stuff we made during lockdown, we put on the tree. Oh yeah. I saw that really on, cool. uh,
2: again, on, on a, uh, social media platform uh facebook i thought it was you could have put it on both for all i know but uh oh no
1: jen Jen put that up i just she just tagged me in it
2: oh okay so yeah that was jen Jen put that up and that was awesome so you guys were doing that during the whole time not knowing that there were going to be ornaments
1: no we made we made a decision early on being like we should just put these on our tree like as ornaments this year because again we don't know what harrison will do with like real ornaments and last year, Jen did a very like Pinteresty tree with like ribbons and bows sure. and crap like that. So she's like, I don't want to do that again because again, Harrison's more mobile; he can mm-hmm. more grab things more easily. Last year, again, he was getting out of his potted plant phase to more of you know a, a, a toddler. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, then you know only a wrecking ball. they called it's the wrecking ball phase, basically, um, and. You know, so we were kind of t- figuring out what we want to do for ornaments and stuff like that. And so she goes, why don't we do the pearl beads? Like, we have a ton of it. It's going to look cool. It's all like pop culture-y stuff. It's definitely us. So we're just, awesome. gen- uh, Logan's, nah. Logan's making a star right now. It's going to be, he's making the Death Star Ooh, as our, cool. s- our tree topper. Cool. Uh, and that, that was pretty cool. So hopefully that'll be done in the next day or two. You, spe- yeah, I mean, speaking of which, have you
2: seen the uh, Star Wars uh, Hollywood special? No? No. no. What oh, is that a Lego? No, the extent, is
1: that a Lego? Yeah. Yeah. The extent of my Star Wars is just Mandalorian. Oh, okay. oh, that's as far as I go with like new Star Wars right now, just because I have such a sour taste from the sequel trilogy. <laughs> um, That could be a whole episode. Um, Yeah. No, like I said, it just, it just, I'm just watching Mandalorian. It's all I do for Star Wars right now. And um, trying to get Logan to read some of the old books and nice. try to build that canon in which you know he know you know they're starting to reference stuff that hasn't been referenced in the movies or the tv Mm -hmm. shows that were mentioned in the books that they they got rid of so i'm trying to get logan to kind of read those books and kind of get that little background knowledge so when you know expand that universe more than what he's seeing on the screen
2: yeah we've uh i mean i keep noticing on disney Plus that the uh, the Star Wars holiday special Lego cartoon is out ready to view. And I'm yeah, we, you know, Andres has no um, desire to see it. I'm like, hey, look, there's a new movie. Want to check it out? And he's just kind of like, no, I'll we'll just go to Mickey, you know, go to what he knows. And which is cool. And
1: yeah, we uh, yeah, we, watched, what did we watch what we watched. We watched the Grinch, all three versions of the Grinch this weekend.
2: All three. Which one? The yeah. go for
1: it. What? What? But, uh, what? Three the The original, uh, the one from the fifties, that's like the half an hour animated one. Great, yeah. Uh, the The Jim Carrey one, which okay. I love. I I think that's some of the stuff in that is hilarious. Okay, and it's Jim Carrey being a wackadoo.
2: Classic, yeah, uh, classic.
1: And there, just yeah. chewing, just chewing on that c- scenery in some scenes. Yeah. Um, and then we watch the new one with Benedict Cumberbatch as the Grinch, um, which Whoa. is good. I like it. Oh, is that the cartoon? Wait, that's like the three D cartoon one.
2: By Sony, is it Sony that did that one? Yeah, or like yeah, yeah. It was it was it's the guys good. who the minions. It's it's good. I
1: think. I like it. I I I like it. Like I said, for me, my biggest takeaway, and again, this is just me growing up in Springfield and Dr. Seuss and knowing sure. the real story of his inspiration for the Grinch is actual real inspiration in the city of Springfield, um, and so. Uh, you know, knowing and, and how to, and how they keep building his backstory and all this stuff. And I'm kind of like, okay, like I'm, I'm okay with some of it. I'm not like, guys, it's just, he doesn't like Christmas. Like you don't need a huge backstory other than he just doesn't like it. You know, people in the world who doesn't like Christmas it. it's a
2: small book that should have been a 30 minute cartoon that they wanted to extend to an hour and a half. So where are you going to you have to put into Cindy Lou who you have to put it into the Grinch? And it's just like,
1: all right, exactly. if it was just and 30 so what,
2: minutes, it would be fine, too. But you want more Jim Carrey. You want more you want more screen time, I guess.
1: Exactly. And but like the one thing I do like about it and like i said the the one thing that they the, it's it remained constant through these grinch movies is he's an inventor like he invents this stuff yeah and creates it like i always thought that was like super cool and like how that was always something that they've just built upon and built upon and built upon mm-hmm. so um you know like i said it's they're fun holiday movies like they come out we like we watched home alone the other day mm-hmm. we watched elf last night we'll start watching a lot more of the you know we started watching the santa claus the other night um well this is a great night, segue you
2: know, we're going to have a whole episode when it comes up to christmas oh, we're, we're going to have our top 5 christmas movies christmas songs we're just going to go right into it your Ooh, best your best go. your best gifts that you had you rank them from top 5 i'm sure you'll remember And you know what? Hey, parents, if you're listening, we're going to tell you about all the times you guys failed uh, because that definitely happened. Oh, trust
1: me. I already got that call from my dad for the list from the grandkids. So did you you get the call yet or no?
2: I don't get those calls. It's Jackie that gets those calls, I guess. Oh, yeah. He
1: called me yesterday being like, what's Logan's favorite color? Like, what can you send me a list? And I was like, "Okay," I'm like, what practical gifts are you giving my children this year? And I'm like, well, if goes, it's color well, coded,
2: a- a- co- uh, <laughs> color coordinated, it's going to be. Oh, I'm trying. This, forgive me here. Now I'm going to be an asshole. Uh, it's probably going to be a um, what's the the uh, the snow removal from your car? Remember, oh, every- the, the uh, oh <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be something a like brush. a pair of socks. I guess all the kids are, oh, going yeah. you know, whatever yeah. it is, it's no. going to come in bulk. And uh, well,
1: I, I joked around with him because last year he got us a he got the kids a set of sheets and towels nothing wrong with that exactly but again i have a four-year-old and a 11-year-old they're getting towels and sheets and they're like can we do yay, like a board game this is yeah, cool. <laughs> and again my kids are fin i mean Wes was Wes was it because he goes that's it no toys and i think he did get like one or two toys and so like this year my dad's like i said what practically he was like are you getting like a set of furniture for the kids like, are we getting like a nude, like love seat sofa two combo in the living room? And He laughs. He goes, no, he's like, I'm getting toys and I'm getting like fun gifts this year because uh-huh. this year sucks. So we gave him a, we gave him a list of things. Great. Um, we, 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 cause you know, my parents are divorced. So we have to, we did, we did the economical, this is the lift list to my mom. This is the list to my dad. So they're not getting the same sure. things
2: um yeah we've we've because... recognized that uh, my parents do well with a list and that's what they want and that's I'm, I'm that guy obviously like just give me the list i'm gonna get it knock them all out no oh, exactly no yep, problem. 100 i won't deviate um uh Marielle and pete uh they do a lot of go by the list throw in a couple of their flavors right and then uh jackie's dad does uh No conversation, which is which is fine, because it's always a surprise to us, too. So we're always interested as much as the kids are to be like, "Whoa, what's coming? You know, like it's kind of fun for us. And sometimes it's a, uh, you know, a little Russian roulette to kind of see what what it's going to be and, you know, uh, how they're going to play with it. Um, Especially now, I mean, with a two and a four year old, it's getting a little tougher to be like, "Okay, that's your toy and that's your toy.
0: It well do- that's, that what, that's what it doesn't matter <laughs> like
1: with wes and harrison Wes like likes some of the toys harrison's got he likes to play with them and we're like no like Wes, those are harrison's toys if you want to play with harrison show him how to use it like that's how you play with him like that but he just wants to play with them so w- we've been very this year being very like these are hairs like You know, go. We went up a little bit on the age group of like Wes's toys. Yep. Just so we can delineate his stuff from Harrison. Okay. So we'll see. Like I said, you know, it's going to be an interesting Christmas just to begin with. You know, my dad was like, we're just going to order and ship it to your house and just wrap it. I'm like, great. Awesome. And then my mom's doing the same thing. So we had, we have to go buy different wrapping paper and stuff will be good like i mean they're gonna have a ton of presents under the tree which makes it look bigger than it actually is going to be you know we we've already set our you know gifts aside but like i said like you said this is just a big teaser for a couple of our holiday episodes coming up um but yeah, yeah like i said and we'll go over some of our thoughts at the end of the episode just to give you a preview of what's coming this month sure but uh with that let's uh switch gears we had a very interesting week of sports since last time we met yeah, a couple um, weeks, right? Two weeks, kind of. Couple go by. weeks, yep. The, the draft um, happened. We've had, we had an NBA draft. We had mm-hmm. some movement in the draft. Danny H saw his job. <laughs> we had some major shakeups in the NFL. Um, major League Baseball's hot stove is lukewarm with no movement whatsoever. Yeah, and of course not the too... NHL looks like, and what? the NHL looks like they're they are not, not going to get off on their January first start uh. date, which what their goal was, and also for you random. Um, uh, random soccer fans that we have the middle of the revolution are in the easter conference finals. Yeah
2: no I I, I I noticed that ESPN had it on and I was like oh well la di da you know <laughs> uh, let's go sports <laughs> we got so
1: it. we had some conversations texting over the last week uh about Danny Age and you know like I said we discussed yeah it, centered around uh, the
2: draft and some of the lack of draft movement and lack of
1: movement and th- what what has happened since people don't know Gordon Hayward opted out of his contract. Yeah, they signed Jaden Jason Tatum to the five year new rookie max, which was awesome. Very good. I think that once Don, Donovan Mitchell got the contract, I was hoping Tatum would be shortly there behind. Um, yeah, especially seemed, after the news. To, yeah, just
2: the, and those guys are the future, man. Both those guys, man, out in the West and 100 oh, man. So
1: and so, you know, and then like I said, uh, Danny just botched the whole Gordon Hayward situation. Um, and again, like I said, I, I've already, I was already told by our producers, I can't go into a tirade against Danny age. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, Cause we've already had two straight weeks of that. Um, but, but again, th- they do look better on paper with the addition of Tristan Thompson. Uh, I mean, I really wouldn't, I wouldn't really wouldn't have mind to have miles Turner um, on the team. Yeah, as no, well. I, agreed. Um, and maybe you can explain to me why this trade exemption is such a big deal and how they didn't get a player in return from the sign-and-trade with Charlotte.
2: Yeah, to be honest, I, I I can't answer that for you, other than, you know what? You know what I believe it is, and, and this is going to fall right into your wheelhouse about Danny Ainge. And I think it's the NBA, or the karma of the NBA, going, uh, you know what? Fuck you, Danny. You know, just, we're not going to do what you think we're going to do, and do this whole sign-and-trade, and you get an asset. For somebody who wants to leave. And wants more money. Charlotte gave him a way better contract. And it was great for Gordon Hayward. Very well. Awesome. Charlotte now has a veteran leader. Ex-All-Star. On a team that's super young. Nothing but the best. The problem is. When we got Kemba. Charlotte signed and traded him. So they did a favor. Yet. Charlotte doesn't want to do that back to us. I don't know why, uh, but I noticed that. I was like, well, remember, that was a whole sign and trade. Like they had to, well, that was it.
1: Terry Rozier, right? Didn't we yeah. didn't, No, it was, ter- I know. I thought Kemba was a free agent, but it we did not sign and a, trade with Rozier. It,
2: it, it was a sign and trade. Cause it was going.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. So that's where I'm like, Danny. Ha- so this, this does put some fuel to your fire for sure. That it's the NBA starting to look up, up North and just be like, nah, no, we're going to – and it's okay to – would we have rather had an asset? Yes, but the problem is we have way too many. We need a Miles Turner. We needed a fringe all-star player. Charlotte doesn't have that because we just got rid of a fringe all-star player. So, And we have well, do you young believe assets. The
1: reports, do you believe the reports that they had a deal, Indiana and the Celtics had a deal in place for uh, Gordon Hayward, but when Danny asked for a first-round pick – on top of Miles Turner, that that was the 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 straw that broke the camel's back. Well, I also heard that he
2: was trying to get Oladipo, or even instead of Dermot. Well, it was
1: two play. It was two players. It was two players for Her- Hayward. Like that was the deal. And then he wanted the two players in a first rounder for Gordon Hayward. And at that point in time, they were like, "No, this is our package." And like I said, and the only reason I say, like, I believe these reports because they're coming from both the Celtic side and the Pacers side. Normally when you hear those conflicting reports, it's one side or the other trying to explain why the trade didn't happen. But when you're literally having the same story from both two sets of beat riders, it's like, Danny, like, why? Like, why did you, why did you want more? Like they are giving you two players. You're getting a player that you really needed because you wanted the first round draft pick to do what with make the, cla- the clause even better. Like And then that's why I think Gordon Hayward's like, I'm out. Like I I think they gave him time to make the
2: deal. Here's Jason's theory, is that uh, Gordon Hayward has one of the best managers in the league. He was in talks with Charlotte, getting a better deal, getting more money, getting a longer contract. So who's to say that Gordon Hayward said, Danny, botch this deal. I don't want to go to Indiana right now. I need to make some money. I got three kids, you know, whatever. I want money. Nothing wrong with that. He's going to go to Charlotte and become a number one. He's not going to be a number one in Indiana. So maybe that is not the direction he wanted to go as a person, as an NBA player. He wanted to make his money, make it fast. And I believe now, again, this is my theory that Gordon and Danny had a conversation. He said, botch it. So for all of us listening to maybe all of those talking heads, sure, it looked like a huge botch job. But maybe it was a handshake of a deal behind scenes between Gordon Hayward and Danny Ainge. I'm going to give him that credit because he got a better deal and Gordon Hayward's got one of the most savvy best managers in the league. So who's to say that didn't happen in the background?
1: So, and then this brings up my next question for you. You had Al Horford leave. You had Gordon Hayward leave. Your two prize all offseason all draft pick or not draft picks, uh, free 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 agent signings sure. in the last ten years. What does that say about the organization when you have these two players opting out of contracts when they have the opportunities when they are winning teams? Like you said, it's a winning team on the on the court. They've been to the playoffs, are top three seed, but these players are opting out and going elsewhere. Is it? You think it's the culture? Do you think? What do you think it is?
2: Well, uh, again, if, if I live in the in the window of Gordon Hayward, he he was snake bitten. He had he had a very tumult, tumultuous history with the Celtics, injury plagued. It was bad from the start. White, you know, it just wasn't the good fit. He was trying to make it happen with Brad Stevens and Gordon Hayward, and to me, for him to leave, I'm um, i do not believe it. it was more. It just wasn't a good fit. Why Horford left is beyond me went to the Sixers, which became a, a dumpster fire and we'll see what happens next. But I believe he's probably still on the trading block to go somewhere. Uh, no, he
1: was already traded. He was traded already from the Sixers to where Horford. I don't know, but I know he moved probably the thunder. Cause that's, that was I the, was. that was the rumblings
2: I was hearing too. Okay. So if that actually happened, that's, that's going to be good for him. Cause now I think he just, at this point he's made his money. He's, He's on the back nine of his career. You're getting ready to retire and trying to bank as much as you can. So for him, uh, I'm not, I guess I'm not arguing either one, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it is, it is a weird stigma. That's not great for your future going forward for sure. Cause now every time we have a free agent, it's like, like Kimba Walker. We did it. We did with him. So his contract's going to be up in three years. You know, what is he going to do? Is he going to do the player option? Is he going to, is he going to bounce? Probably. Cause why? But again, it's it's Tatum Brown's team. Tatum and Brown.
1: Like. I understand it, but like I said, you had it. it, it just from an outsider's point of view, again, you know, this out. And, and if you're an era perspective a free agent, put it that way. You had Al Horford and Gordon Hayway sign max deals because the Celtics had the cap room and had the money. They both utilized their player option to get out of that town, even though they're even though they were winning. I can understand if the Celtics were ninth. 10th in the conference and just on the cusp of getting to the playoffs and not making it, but you are making deep runs in these playoffs and you just get up and leave to go to the 76ers or the Charlotte. Like I just stu- like, cause you, you have control of your drafted players. Your draft players aren't going to get up and leave. They can't, they're under contract. But when there is a cultural issue that maybe you see a little bit with Smart, Brown, and Tatum, Mm -hmm. you know, your veteran, you know, is that saying that is a bigger, is is it an organizational issue, not just one or two players, that you can't hold on to these free agents? Like, why isn't Boston enticing enough to keep these players who had success here longer? I don't
2: I, I, I don't know. I mean, even I mean, look at Kyrie, right? That it, like oh,
1: don't, don't get me Kyrie. Well, no. I'm just no, I'm just Kyrie's saying
2: a... But I I'm, I'm just saying they come here, they think, you know, they, they they see the banners, they see the Celtics, they got, you know, the, the tradition. It's not enough anymore. Uh it is a very rough blue-collar culture for sports. I mean, some of the most educated passionate uh fans in the world and uh I think that that weighs heavy on some of these personalities and uh, all three guys, uh, you know, lack of a better term. I want to say soft, uh, especially Kyrie. I mean, you know, just in a, in a don't, don't pick on me personality. Like uh, I don't, I don't need that. I don't think Gordon Hayward's that soft in that regard. I think he just was snake bitten and, and just was like, this is
1: bad, bad vibes. Got
2: to go like and I mean, also, maybe, also,
1: I think his wife hated boss. Sure. Uh, there
2: was there was a lot there. Now, Horford, you know, he may be kind of a soft guy. I always got upset with him in, in big games. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of games, the games that he came through and, and got 20 and 15. We didn't need him for that. And then the games when we needed it, the guy was scoring two points a game. Average average owl is pretty much what everyone in Boston called him, right? So who's who gives a you know an F in my opinion? I'm like, fine, it, it was okay for him to go and opt out because that's what players do now. It's the NBA movement; everyone kind of opts out, tries to see what the, is a better deal, get get to play with her, you know, have a better situation. Now looking forward, when Kemba Walker is up for that extension or whatever it may be, and he opts out. You're looking at 2023, and some of the names that I'm looking on this list that are going to be available in 2023, Harden, Wall, Westbrook, well, kind of on the back nine, Durant, Beal, Middleton, Butler, Parzingis, not really great, but uh, Joel and Like, there's some names out there, so how are we know? That's the problem with the NBA. It's like, it's always three years from now, because three years from now, LeBron most likely will be quote unquote, maybe a shell of himself, not playing, who knows? But that's the future that every NBA organization has to look at. The, the future free agencies that are going to have these 30 and below guys getting ready to sign a deal, because once we shed, uh, we have all these young rookie contracts, which we won't renew and getting rid of Kemba Walker, you're going to have a huge purse in 2023. And there's some great names that are still pretty young that are going to be available at that point, as long as they don't get extended. I mean, so the future is okay still. Like Zion Williamson is up in New Orleans. You think he's going to stay in New Orleans? They're going to throw a dump truck of money at him, but he has too big of a personality to be stuck there. I'm just just throwing out some names. I'm just like, I know that sucks to hear, but it's like the next three years are still going to be owned by the Lakers because they made they got better. It's a, that's the world we have to live in. Miami, I mean, they're injuries away, um, and you got a lot of those rookie deals that they might not get into. So they're better free agent. This free agent class wasn't fuck was spectacular. It really wasn't. So. And wait until the sweepstakes come out for uh, that's going to be fun for um, Giannis. So I think they're just still positioning. It's chess, man. And that's what sucks about it. I I, I agree with you, but it's like, it's, you're going to sneak. It's, it's part of this sport now. Like you're going to sneak a championship every 10 years. It it ain't what, that's just how the NBA is. and, And you just have to make sure that you're positioning yourself now for this future that could be blown up. You know, so that's why nailing right now you have both Brown and Tatum locked up till 2023. You add one of these pieces like Bradley Beal to it. Because and then drop Kemba, say goodbye. You're opening up some contract space to, to get a max guy again. And if and if Tatum and Brown have the same trajectory that they're having right now, you might see this as being a quote unquote, two to three year free agency bump because of their talent not because of the city of Boston it's going to be because of the two guys that they're gonna to try to put, throw their money behind and right now it's Tatum and I'm happy with that for the next five years the four, fifth year is a player option so if we don't get one you know I know we're this is gonna you, you you come back and bite me but if we don't get one in the next four years it ain't happening again we're gonna have to go through a whole rebuilding
1: <laughs> spoken like a true Celtics fan the promise <laughs> of a championship that's a the uh, promise of of the lot of the ping pong balls lining the right way The are, promise of you know us signing free agents the problem
2: that- the problem is and it hates me to say it right now it's owned by the Lakers they they are the champs they got better they still have LeBron people still want to play with that guy just to chase a ring look who they just got I mean Everyone's going to go there for half the half the wallet, just, you know, half the purse just to play with LeBron and get a championship, get a chance. We don't have LeBron on our team. Jason Tatum can be as not as good, but he can be a pivotal player in five years. The problem is in five years, he's only going to be 27. He's not even going to he's going to be where Durant was when he went to Golden State. Then yeah. I, that's what I can see in the future. So it's like hey, if we don't do it in four years, guys. Do whatever it takes. And, and watch 2023 is when it's going to happen. When Kemba's contract runs out, it's going to alleviate 36 mil. And you're going to sign a guy for like four years. And it's going to be the the next future of our team. I just don't know who that's going to be. Because I'm looking at these ages. I mean, Bradley Beal is going to be 30 at that point, which is still okay.
1: But, uh, but, but also to, to highlight on that, Watch out because the CBA is up for renegotiation after the 2022-2023 20, season.
2: Okay, which could be plus or minus. You know there's, <laughs> you know, it, it could it could benefit get more money for uh, who knows, you know. Depends what they uh, they all agree on. And D'Angelo well, if D'Angelo the... Russell's only going to be twenty seven years old by then. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, there's not... there's
2: there's some names on here that I'm like, but the problem is we need a point guard, or we need a big man, <laughs> you know, because our wings are fine. So and there's a lot of wings. Hell, even if we got Malcolm Brogdon, he's gonna be thirty at that point. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, not not terrible. Miles Turner is gonna be up at that point too, at twenty, you know. So.
1: We can get him then. The promise of free agents coming to Boston. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Sorry. Going down a very uh, hypothetical.
1: A- Kevin Durant's going be a free agent. He'll come to Boston. Didn't happen. AD is going to come to Boston because he'll be a free agent. Not going to happen. Uh, let's see how many other star reaching free agents that were like, oh, they'll come to Boston. I
2: said Brogdon, Miles Turner. I didn't say D'Angelo Russell is barely an all-star. I mean, these are uh, these no, are but you said Durant,
1: you said Durant. Uh, I and just said, said their their names
2: are on the list.
1: Doesn't mean that.
2: Like I don't Went want John Wall. Went to house in the Hamptons. I don't want Westbrook either. I don't want Harden either. I don't, there's a lot of names I don't want.
1: But, but you're right. You can't sell the parkade. You can't sell the championships. You can't sell the Celtics tradition because they don't give a, a hot fart about that. Yeah, they care about their legacy, not the legacy behind them.
2: Speaking so, of legacies, but, how, how about the Patriots?
1: <laughs>
2: did you watch? Did you watch on Sunday?
1: I don't have. I don't know. Unless they're playing a New York team or a primetime team. Oh, game. that's right. So
2: yeah, I watched the game. It was awful.
1: It was. Uh, it was how? Just, it was... How? How does? At this point in time, with the highlights that I saw and the stats that I saw and some <laughs> of the, the breakdown, why is, if this is what I'm getting out of Cam Newton, give me Stidham.
2: So, right. So I'm right there with you because I literally thought the game was over when the, he threw the interception with like a minute 30 to go or something. Yeah. Like a minute and some change to go or two minutes. Whatever. It doesn't matter. He threw an interception that they needed to go down on a drive to win the game. Luckily, uh, who was it? The ch- who did they play? Char- Chargers? Who? Who did uh New England? Oh, Arizona. Luckily, they pissed. The- yeah. Luckily, they didn't do anything. The defense stopped them and made him kick, and he and the guy missed, and it was just like super close, razor thin. And it was just like, holy crap. And I'm sitting there with Andreas. He has no idea what's going on. I'm just getting super giddy, super excited. Like, oh, my God, we're going to all we got to do is gain 30 yards and kick a field goal. You know, like this is this is fantastic. Uh, And it was the most mind numbing? I mean, it, it happened and it and they won. They did. He did the job that needed to be done to win the game. But the, the way it w- we went about it was ugly as sin. And it's like, I can't, if that's, I can't if watch that's, this. It,
1: it's awful. No, like, and that's the, Hey, I hate those uniforms. I'll, you'll say that until they go <laughs> back. They change this uniform uniforms. The, the way uniforms are fucking gorgeous. I love those white uniforms, Yeah, but the blue on blue ugly. Like if that's the case, give me the reds again. Like give me those red, like old school Pat Patriot jerseys. Yeah. Um, but for me, you know, like I said, you know, yeah, I understand we're, we're paying Newton a, th- a million dollars basically to be quarterback, but like he can't. Like some of the clips I saw, he he can't see the blitz coming at him. He can't. And again, I'm again it, it, some of the stuff I am getting. Uh, you know I read um, Greg Bedard on uh, Boston Sports Journal, mm-hmm. and he has a lot of good like breakdown film breakdown stuff, and they show you stuff from the All Twenty Two uh, film that's available if you buy the membership, whatever it is. But like you know he. No one's getting open. He's holding the ball. Like you looked at, you just looked at the Patriots in the first three weeks of the season compared to now you're like, well, this is a completely different team. Like, how are you this bad?
2: Well, again, like y- you want to start talking about a, a, you know, I know you, you, you joke a lot about Danny Ainge and, and whatever, but uh, you know, uh, good old bill Belichick's what uh, the GM. Oh,
1: bill, belt bill, 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 the GM is unbelievably terrible, but the problem is bill. The coach bails him out every time. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the, that's, that's the joke. Yeah. So like if you, if there's two separate people, bill, the GM would have been fired years ago.
2: Yeah. So the receivers again, he watch can't drop a receiver. Right. No, I'm, I'm just saying the product that's put out on the field right now, you got to look at, there's many layers to it. It's an onion. It's not just, I'm not dumping it all on cam Newton. I know he's making a lot of mistakes. It's his new, new system. He's trying to come back from an injury. The line is 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 all jumbled. Isaiah Wynn is out on IR, our best lineman. We have one guy that came back from blood clots from last year that is still trying to get back to form. Dante Scardnecki is gone. Remember the season when he left the first time after the Super Bowl? They won a Super
1: Bowl. The the the, the, the Seattle Super Bowl, he wasn't the uh, Lions coach on it. He was not? They won a They won a Super Bowl.
2: Well, again, we went through some issues with the linemen at that point as well. Luckily for this, that year, our defense was phenomenal. Again, our defense, some of our best players our front seven below all of those. You're like They're all second teamers, man. And we're lucky to have our backfield or our D-backs as good as they are. But the problem is if there's no push, I don't care how good Stephon Gilmore is. He's going to get, he's going to get roasted. He, just because he 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 can't do it all himself. There's too much field, too too fast of a guy. It's just not. Anyway, there is a lot of issues here, all on paper, you know, or all on that, uh, twenty-two. You know, all twenty-two. It is. It, it to me, it isn't a single entity problem. I mean, our running backs, like James White. You know, so many things are like have conglomerated to this, and it's not. Even if Tom was here. I wouldn't be you know, there's probably 3 game difference maybe which is still great but it's just like it's still like it, we'd still be bitching about it talk about the talking heads that we talk about get this guy out of here he's too old you know I think this is the perfect momentum shift that we needed anyway this is kind of like now some of what bill belichick's doing with this team it shines even brighter that he is an amazing coach. It really is cuz look at this roster, buddy. It's not great. It is not great.
1: Um but here's the thing, don't forget they're all they are 1 in 5. They're 1 in 5 in close games. 1 in 5 with one score games.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it comes okay, and that's where I think we don't have a great closer within Cam Newton because I've seen interceptions 1, one in 5
1: in in those four and don't forget that one game, who do they win? Who who is the team they beat? I
2: don't know, it's, it's a the 0 team. and
1: eleven Jets. <laughs>
2: I was like some garbage team. Yeah. But every- like, here's the thing.
1: You had you had you had the you had the ball to win it against Buffalo, you had the ball to win it against Seattle, you had the ball to win it against um the Broncos, and you had the ball to win it against um Kansas City earlier on. Kansas City's the anomaly. I'll I'll take the Kansas City, but like those those games right there, the Bills, divisional game, the Broncos, AFC game, which the Bill I don't the know the Broncos how. have a better record in the playoffs than you do right now. They're in they're in the playoffs. You're not. Mm-hmm. And then, um, uh, gotta I just, I just said it that they lost to, yeah, um. My, my my, But, like, Seattle. Seattle, yeah. Like, come on. Like, and again, those— Seattle is to, shitty a, a, play
2: calling. It was a shitty sh- but double. But, again, it,
1: shitty, shitty play calling. But, again, if that's what you score two of your three touchdowns on, that's what you're going to go to because you can't throw a ball to save the life. It,
2: it, oh, yeah. Let me back up. Sorry. Shitty play calling because of who you have on your stat or who you have again, on the field.
1: <laughs> you don't—but but he doesn't audible the ball. Like you're you're if you're a quarterback and you're seeing that they're giving you a, a twelve people eleven people in the box, would not you try to audible it to something else to be like, hey, we have like Seattle, the worst passing off defense in the league. You get, let's try like a little pooch pass over the over the middle into the end zone. You had to get a yard. Like it's he's not seeing the field right. He's not. And again, I will take you. There are many layers to this team which are underperforming, but the problem is you have. You know, oh, it was the other it was uh, the Houston game. That's the other game. That was the game I was thinking about. Yeah. You Damon Harris running the ball down the Texans' throat in the first one and a half quarters of the game, and then it's like poof, disappeared. We have to start chucking the ball down the field. Why? Who the hell knows? But it's I don't know, it's just you you look at this team. And you you see what they want to be and they want to do, then they're like, no 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 no, that's not what we want to do. Nope, sorry, that's just a figment of imagination. We're we're realistically this this team, like you have Kim yeah. Newton. He's a game manager. Manage the game. You don't need him to win the game. You built a decent special teams unit with Jake Bailey and Folk that can do what needs to be done. You have a decent d- d- defense, which again has no pass rush whatsoever. Um, but you have a decent secondary if you take out, uh, Jason McCordy. Um, and then like then your offense, you, 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 are you're, you're dealing with garbage wide receivers. Again, yeah. Oh, yeah. bird looks good. Myers looks fantastic. Nikhil hair, Harry. Ah, uh, sure. Whatever you say. He looks, um, he, his body looks fantastic. He's great, but he can't. In a uniform. But, 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 he's one of the
2: best players in the NFL, man. <laughs> It doesn't, yep. doesn't mean shit, and but um, <laughs> it doesn't, it means it doesn't mean nothing. anything, but he looks but good. It's like, you know,
1: it, if this is what we're getting, then give me, give me Stenum. Let me see what he can do. And I don't know if, if Bill doesn't trust him or wants to get through this season and see what we have next year and see what the draft looks like, which is probably going to be a joke anyway, because like eight teams are playing. It feels like every week for college football um, because they can't get their COVID situation under control, which, the 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 NFL is just mind numbingly it hurts. Trust me, one, hurt. one, one more loss with
2: Cam, you'll see Stidham, because they're now at that point they're pretty much on that on the outskirts. They still, but, but, if, but, if, but, if for some reason if they go ten and six, man, that's not a that's not a failed season. For some reason, I, you know what I mean? Like they
1: they still there's still a window out there for 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 that. You got to beat. What you you have the Bills left, you got Miami, you got the Jets, you got, and and you got both LA teams. Yeah, in Los Angeles, both of them in Los Angeles.
2: That, yeah, I guess the Chargers don't necessarily scare me so much. Oh, I,
1: I I think the Chargers scare the hell out of me because they can they randomly win good games,
2: and they've lost a ton of close games they're they're worse on that on that on that platform But again, uh, but i think but... i think herber i think Bel- belichick will have something dialed up for him goff i'm not worried about but i'm worried about that defense that defense will will will, will beat up uh cam i think a little I mean, bit
1: i mean look, look look what it did to brady
2: right so i think what uh well brady yeah uh, that, that defense way too fast for brady but as far as the three divisional games, I'm all, whatever. They were all close. Miami, I guess is the most scary, but I'm not, we played with ball, it's uh, in buffalo Miami. It's all right. It's all right. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's, but again, there's, like there's said, hope. It, there's, it, it just, there's still a playoff hope. One more loss. I, if they don't make
1: that transition at that point, then I don't know what
0: the hell is going on. But
1: here's the thing. Like I said, again, it just shows that they have no confidence in, stidham um and then i th- th- this is my last i want to get your last opinion on this and i kind of mentioned it previous is how bad the nfl is handling covid right now how <laughs> bad is this bet like this past week it's rum it's rampant throughout the the, the ravens organization right now mm-hmm. you've lost lamar jackson you've lost what is it 18 players or something mm-hmm. like
2: that oh that tuesday game is going to be a sh- just shitty product po- i think i I think, I, I think the Steelers are just going to roll. I think the Steelers are going to keep rolling. The problem is, if I'm the
1: Steelers. I'm like, I don't want to play with these guys.
2: Yeah, that's that's not an unfair point. You know, they they if they go ahead and win that game, and you know, I, I, you know, we'll we'll talk about that whatever at some point, which probably we won't, but whatever. But if the Steelers keep going undefeated, I don't care. I watched again Kansas City play against the Buccaneers. I'm like that team is just nobody's better oh, than Tyree- that team.
1: I'm sorry. Code, no, baby.
2: There is no T. Te- I don't care what the record says. Kansas city is going to wipe the floor with the Steelers. So <laughs> yeah,
1: no, but for me, it's, you know, between, you know, and again, it's different because they're flying to Pittsburgh. If Pittsburgh was coming to Baltimore, oh, yeah. I would be like, that's a different story, but they're flying. And it they're would have to be a neutral. It had place. to
2: have been a neutral site. Like Philly, exactly. So again,
1: I, again, if I'm, it would have to be like play it for an inherit a uh, uh, long middle high school. Like yeah. it would have to be somewhere where they're not playing football. Because yeah. like I said, if you're going to Philadelphia. You, now you're just bringing it to Philadelphia. West. Philadelphia. Oh, like a, maybe a college um,
2: stadium. That's not playing like, like Penn Penn. Exactly. New Penn or.
1: But, Dread. but, but also like on top of that, then you had Denver not having a quarterback yesterday. Like, how did that, how did that game get played?
2: Oh, again, what I heard all four was quarterback. I feel like the NFL is making a point there that they're pretty upset and they're pretty proud pumping their chest about how long they've gone. And now it's becoming a problem. And nationally, it's becoming a problem. It's not just an NFL problem. It, it is a national problem for sure. Um, but again, a lot of people are, you know, are joking and bagging on this guy that came in as a, uh, as a what do you,
1: one for nine with two interceptions.
2: One for nine, two interceptions for 19 yards. But uh, you know what? Because I I played the position uh, high school and collegiate level quarterback. So for, for that guy to come in as not playing quarterbacks in his college or even in high school when he was like really good to come into a professional game with with six days of prep, six days to learn a playbook, what what? do you think that guy was even calling in the huddle? Do you know how hard that is to understand a playbook in six days, an NFL playbook? So when people are talking about one for nine, what I was like, what the, the fact that he made it through the whole game is commendable, commendable, hundred oh, percent undrafted receiver on a scout team. The guy has no idea. He's not studying quarterback playbooks. Like, Oh, it was unbelievable. No, it was I, unbelievable, I, and I was, uh, it was. It was. I'm like, good for you, dude. Like, it goes to show well, all these, the all of us guys at home watching the game. Like, <laughs> look at this guy. No, man. Do you see how hard it is? That's how hard it fucking really is. That's how so, hard. And that I, guy had no I'm, time, no time to prepare, nothing. So it ain't none of it's his fault. That guy's probably a talented and I'm really as a motherfucker.
1: And I'm really curious to see what happens moving forward, how the N- the NBA in the NHL is going to handle this the uh, the spike as the NFL is trying to do, uh, if they're going to do bubble the it, man. Like I that. I just don't understand. We'll they we'll should see. really figure this dude, sh- shit out and bubble. I don't it. Pl- the the owners want to make money and the players want to make I money, but understood. With that, uh, this comes an end to our intro to our very festive. As you could tell, our jingle bell month is upon us. as you could tell, our festive moods talking about sports. Um, with that, we have some cool shows in the pipeline. Uh, we have a we have an NBA preview show that may or may not happen um, <laughs> in the pipeline. If the season actually starts, we'll do a show. Uh, And we like I said, we got some guest hosts lined up. Yeah, there'll be a live show, show, everybody on Facebook
2: live show. We'll make sure we announce that. Plenty for everybody.
1: Um, and then like I said, we're gonna do a lot of festive. You know, we'll do sprinkling some sports talk, and we'll sprinkle in some other stuff too in the month. Um, as you know, the NBA, the NFL is starting to run a roll, uh, come to an end. Um, and their playoff picture starting to come more clear. Uh, but you know, and we'll talk about, you know, favorite movies, favorite, you know, festivities, events, stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. definitely stay tuned for the show. Yeah. The Christmas uh, show the is going to be coming. a fun one.
2: Real, real, real fun one. I think, uh, uh, movies, music, gifts, Halloween's All of the past, uh, Halloween's Christmas of Halloweens. the past, Halloween, um,
1: Halloween's. We'll... <laughs> yeah. So, Uh, And then also we will be doing a year end review show with the hell shit show scape that 2020 has been Um, and what we're looking forward to in 2021, um, even if it's just to give family members a hug um, and share a share a beer or something like that. But with that, guys, with the holidays right around the corner, Jay, what do you think I want for Christmas?
2: Let me think. Caffeine. Caffeine because you oh, don't because you don't sleep, right? You're you don't. Live, I do you, not sleep. You're a walking zombie, man. Uh, speaking of walking so, zombies, I mean, what would a walking zombie
1: who doesn't sleep need to fuel his day? Uh, How about some death by chocolate or some witch's brew from our fantastic sponsor, Deadly Grounds Coffee? Woohoo. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, guys, the holidays are upon us. Tomo- today is December 1st. You got 24 shopping days left uh to get all your holiday needs in there but with that go to deadlygrounds.coffee uh in uh, getdeadly.com and get your loved ones a cup of fantastic coffee get some mugs swags pins all that stuff and any order over $50 is free shipping so check Ooh. them out getdeadly.com right um, so with that, uh, Jay, I hope you have a wonderful week and you too, to our wonderful, wonderful listeners, check out the for all your podcast needs and we'll catch you guys next week.
2: Peace, Bye. Peace out.